Thanks for joining us here at AG Kolkata. We are the church for the open arms and we serve in the city of joy, Kolkata. It is our desire to reach out to those in need and to be instruments of effective change in a hurting world. If you like to learn more about us, you can simply go to www.agkolkata.org. We hope that you'll enjoy today's message. How many of us are aware of the good news bad news stories stories which keep turning from triumph to tragedy and back uh, for example a man receives a phone call from the doctor the doctor says i have some good news for you and some bad news the man says okay give me the good news first the doctor says the good news is you have 24 hours to live the man replies oh no If that's the good news then what's the bad news? The doctor says the bad news is I've been trying to call you since yesterday. Joseph in the Bible, Joseph's life story in the Bible is a good news bad news story. And I like how well-known author John Ortberg paints the story for us. Joseph is his daddy's favorite that's good news but his brothers hate him that's bad news his daddy gives him a beautiful coat that's very good news but the brothers rip it off cover it with blood pretend he is dead sell him into slavery in a distant land that's very bad news he lands a job in egypt silicon valley working for potiphar a wealthy not too bright boss potiphar likes him so joseph is extremely empowered he is promoted to work in the front office and ends up in charge of everything he is on the cover of forbes and business week plus he is a strikingly handsome man sort of like tom cruise but taller and better looking that's very very good news Potiphar's wife thinks he is good looking and tries to seduce him that's very bad news Joseph resists that's very good news but the wife is furious she lies to her husband and gets Joseph arrested since Egypt does not have good sexual harassment legislation at this time Joseph is cheated and arrested that's very very bad news in prison joseph meets pharaoh's butler interprets a dream that predicts the butler will get bailed arranges for the butler to get joseph's release that's very good news but the butler forgets and joseph is stuck in prison that's very very bad news we wonder when we hear joseph's story when will the story end if every good news is the twist for more bad news is there hope for joseph that brings us to the title of today's conversation face with the never ending story of good news and bad news should we give up or does it lead us to grow up to god's purposes for our lives the theme is give up or grow up can you tell that to your neighbor give up or grow up to understand this journey we need to closely examine four unique 
and interesting robes that Joseph wore over a season of two decades. These are four amazing robes we have here. Um, just travel with me. Couple of the robes have come from, I want to thank the school. We had the recent musical, uh, the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat and Brother PN did a great job leading it. And a couple of this has come from there. So I want to thank the school for making today morning possible. Uh, four interesting robes. These four robes or coats or garments defined him and shaped his life. None of these robes were stitched or designed by Joseph himself. But his circumstances forced him to wear these robes. These robes were placed on him by others. And he ended up facing the consequences of these robes. It's possible this Sunday morning we are all wearing one of these robes. One of these coats. You don't like them, but you have no choice but to wear them. The first robe is what is called daddy's robe. Genesis 37. The Bible says Jacob loved Joseph more than any of his other children because Joseph had been born to him in his old age. So one day Jacob had a special gift made for Joseph, a beautiful robe. But his brothers hated Joseph because their father loved him more than the rest of them. They couldn't say a kind word to him. That's Genesis 37. And we have here with us, Joseph wore this very special robe. The robe declared loud and clear he was the chosen one. The blue-eyed boy of his father. I like how our author puts it. He says, when his brothers walked into their room, their dad might ask how the flocks were doing. Or if they had completed their task. When Joseph walked into the room, Jacob's eyes would light up and his face would beam. Joseph was the one that dad bragged about. Joseph got to stay up later, play longer, get away with more than any of them. Jacob knew how Joseph was doing in school and even what his friends' names were. Jacob was a little fussy about his friends' details. In a hundred ways, Jacob's favoritism for Joseph leaked out of him. One concrete form of his favoritism was when daddy gave Joseph this robe. And this is this amazing, colorful robe that he got. The Bible goes on to say, next day onwards, we see that it was very evident when the whole family realized that Jacob loved Joseph the most. While Joseph's brothers wore clothes which are secondhand, maybe from Malik Bazaar, uh, Joseph had the specially designed, branded coat, very unique. Daddy's robe was a unique robe. It was what I would call, it was the robe of favor. Joseph wore his daddy's robe everywhere. Every time he wore this robe, he felt special. He felt loved. He felt honored. It was a robe of God's favor on his life. It reminded him that God had a purpose for his life and special dreams had God had given him and he was precious to God. Special dreams that even when he grows up, God's favor would be on his life. 
But you know what? This morning, I want us to pause right here. We are very interesting people. When we read the story, we always, I don't know about you, but I have tended to, we always place ourselves in Joseph's shoe, right? And we imagine ourselves to be the dreamers like Joseph or wearing the special coat and we feel, you know what, we are insulted by others. But this morning, I want us to take a moment just to think differently. Have we ever placed ourselves in Joseph's brother's shoes? For every Joseph, there are 11 other Joseph's brothers. Right now, here, it's possible there are bitter, broken brothers. You are hurting because there is a Joseph in your workplace or in your college campus has sort of messed up your promotion because he got the job. Or because he or she is the blue-eyed boy of the boss, you have lost it. For you, this morning, daddy's robe is not the robe of favor. You look at this robe as the robe of favoritism. When you are at the bitter end of someone's favoritism, you know what happens? You are ready to give up. Giving up doesn't necessarily mean we give up on life. We give up on fulfilling our life's purpose. When we give up on our life's purpose, we become bitter. When we become bitter, we hurt others. Daddy's robe of favor on others doesn't mean it's the end of the road for us. God is inviting us. We celebrate the Joseph in our lives. I want you to recognize this fact. If you think this morning that you are Joseph's brother, the heavenly daddy's favor is on you too. Amen. If you refuse to give up, if you choose to grow up and value God's purpose on your life, you know what? When you choose to grow up, you have a maturity on how you respond to people. A reminder of the story of Abraham Lincoln's Secretary of War, Edwin Stanton. He was angered by an army officer who accused him. Stanton went to Abraham Lincoln and complained to him and suggested that, and Lincoln suggested, you know what, write the officer a sharp letter. Stanton said, yes, I will do it. He went, he wrote a letter, came back to Abraham Lincoln and showed him the strongly worded letter to the president. And Abraham Lincoln said, what are you going to do with it? Stanton said, I'm going to send it to him. Abraham Lincoln shook his head. You don't want to send that letter. That letter, put it in the stove. Burn it up. That's what I do when I've written a letter when I'm angry. It's a good letter. It's God, I enjoyed writing that letter and now I feel better. Now burn up that letter and it's time to write your next letter. The robe of favoritism doesn't need to cause you to give up. You grow up. Unfortunately, Joseph's brothers did not grow up. But they chose to give up to their sinister plans. The first robe is daddy's robe. The robe of favor or the robe of favoritism. The second robe is what's called the slave's robe. Genesis 37. 
The Bible tells us Judah said to his brothers, "Let's sell him to those Ishmaelites traders." And his brothers agreed. So when the Ishmaelites, who are Midianite traders, came by, Joseph's brothers pulled him out of the cistern, sold him to them for twenty pieces of silver, and the traders took him to Egypt. Daddy's robe is stripped of Joseph, and in its place, Joseph is forced to wear. the next one we have it's not much of a robe it's what was called the slave's robe now slaves in those time i don't think they wore much clothes but i can't show that right today morning this is almost like a sackcloth put together the lasting memory of joseph as he was dragged by the camel traders on camels is watching his brothers counting the 20 pieces of silver and holding on to daddy's multicolor coat i don't know how long is the journey to egypt but as long as the journey took with each step joseph began to realize this is not daddy's coat but a slave's coat the slave's coat means he is no longer special he is no longer valued he is no longer has any special rights or privileges no future dreams the slave's robe was a robe of pain the pain of giving up future dreams the pain of admitting he would never ever see his father again the pain of growing bitterness against his brothers this robe means pain it means this is the end of the road for me and some of you my dear brothers and sisters this sunday morning you have been seated here wearing the slave's robe you were robbed of your position you were betrayed and cheated by people you trusted your family members and closest friends every step you take daily you're tempted to give up either give up on your life give up on your dreams or even give up on people but you know what the fact about joseph is joseph's every step towards egypt he decided this important decision he made in his mind he decided that my robe will not be a robe of pain but it will be a robe of purpose amen it will not be a robe of pain but it will be a robe of purpose as long as i live in the past and choose to dwell on what i have lost i will give up but if i choose to live in the present and focus on the future i will grow up towards god's purpose in my life My dear friends Joseph every step towards Egypt in the hot desert sand was a moment of prayer for Joseph he said i will pray i will press forward i will seek god's purpose my brokenness and pain i will surrender to god i'm not even sure if joseph was able to verbalize his prayer with the right words i'm reminded of the story of a heartbroken little girl She began to kneel at the altar pour out a heart to the Lord at the altar of a local church. She did not know what to say she wept speechless she began to remember what her father had told her. 
father told her god knows your needs even before you pray and he can answer when you don't even know for what to ask so this is what the small girl did she began to say her alphabet a b c d she was crying e f g h a concerned altar worker we have altar workers in our church usher a adult from the church knelt beside her and was concerned heard her sobbing and saying a b c d keep doing that and inquired what exactly she was trying to do the little girl told this caring adult i am praying to god from my heart but the adult answered it sounds to me like you're saying the alphabet yes she said but listen to these words but god knows more about what i need than i do and he can take all these letters and arrange them in just the right way to hear and answer my prayer amen i don't know what you're crying out this morning but if you come to god you pour out your heart of pain god knows your heart and he's able to arrange your prayers joseph wearing the slave's robe stepping into egypt he poured out his heart to god unknown to joseph he was stepping closer to god's purpose for his life i don't know about you there have been moments in my life i walked the lonely desert sand i have gone on long roads pouring out my heart to god hurt by the words of people hurts by the actions of people but each step as i took that long walk i prayed out to god i decided i will not walk in pain and give up i will walk in purpose and grow up first robe daddy's robe the robe of favor of favoritism the second robe the slave's robe the robe of pain of purpose the third robe is the servant's robe bible tells us in genesis 39 when joseph was taken to egypt by the ishmaelites traders he was purchased by potiphar an egyptian officer potiphar's captain of the guard for pharaoh the king of egypt the lord was with joseph so he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of the egyptian master potiphar noticed this and realized that the lord was with joseph giving him success in everything he did joseph entered potiphar's home wearing his third gown the gown the third robe the servant's robe most people in joseph's place would have entered the home of potiphar ready to give up joseph could have said if this is what i'm going to do the rest of my life as a servant wearing this robe lord where is my daddy's robe where is that dream coat i dreamt of if this is what it's going to be i am resigned to my fate the robe the servant's robe could become 
a robe of fate. Can you tell your neighbor fate? F-A-T-E. This is it. This is my destiny. I'm resigned to my fate. I have no more dreams. The dreams I had as a teenager wearing daddy's robe were just childhood fantasies. This robe is my fate. The rest of my life I will be a servant. The problem here is not that he will be a servant for the rest of his life. The problem is what kind of attitude do we carry when we feel we are resigned to our fate? You know, there are people we meet as pastors, as leaders, who wonder, why don't I ever get a promotion? Why am I stuck in this place forever? I have this degree, I have this ability, but this is where I am, pastor. Pastor, I'm praying a lot, but I'm stuck in this place. How come I don't seem to be going anywhere? That's because... I want you to listen to it carefully. You may have something that most people are afraid to tell you. It is called bad attitude. Someone said these powerful words. Bad attitude is like a flat tire. You can't go anywhere unless you change it. Joseph could have decided, this is it. I am resigned to my fate. But Joseph decided the servant's robe will not be a robe of faith, but it will be my robe of faith. Amen. It will not be a robe of faith, but it will be my robe of faith. Because for Joseph, Potiphar's home became a sanctuary of worship. No wonder the scriptures declare these powerful words. The Lord was with Joseph. So he succeeded in everything he did. This sense of God's presence God, and faith in God made Joseph walk in the fear of God. This faith and fear in God made him faithful to his work. This faithfulness to God finally made him fruitful. He did not easily quit because he had his faith in God and he wanted to please God. Amen. Someone once asked a father of the church, his name is Abba Anthony, what must one do to please God? The first two pieces of advice were expected. Always be aware of God's presence and always obey God's word. But the third advice was interesting. Wherever you find yourself, do not easily leave. Can you tell that to your neighbor? Wherever you find yourself, do not easily leave. Leaving or quitting in the 21st century is always attractive. In the short run, when we are faced with difficult situations or more attractive options. But growing up means you don't easily leave. You remain faithful to God. You're faithful to where you're planted. But in Genesis 39, it shows us when you are most faithful, you're often tempted the most. Potiphar's wife tempted and seduced him. There is a small verse in Genesis 39, which we often don't value in the 21st century. Verse 10, let's read that verse together. 
and though she spoke to joseph day after day he refused to go to bed with her or even be with her the last phrase is very important or even be with her wearing the robe of faith means you grow up you grow up to make hard choices hard choices means you even refuse seemingly innocent moments of friendship and pleasure in the 21st century we bypass the small phrase even be with her and feel it's okay my faith in god pastor has nothing to do with who i spend my time with who i text who i stay in touch on the phone but joseph made a hard choice i wear this robe of faith i refuse to be with a person who might potentially rob my integrity and faith when it got difficult and potiphar's wife grabbed him by the robe the bible says joseph tore himself away he left his robe and he ran from the house joseph had to make another difficult choice sometimes your faith in god causes you to make ruthless choices he knew running from the house would be a dangerous decision in a foreign land but joseph even knew staying back in the house was even more dangerous he chose to run because he knew i want you to listen to this carefully because you knew he was not running away from potiphar's wife he was running towards god he knew god was waiting outside for him my dear friends this morning god is waiting on the other side of your temptation ready to embrace you ready to stand with you and honor you for your faithfulness amen the first robe is the robe of favor or favoritism the second robe the robe of pain or purpose the third robe the robe can you tell me help me amen the third robe we discover is the servant's robe the robe of faith or faith finally the prisoner's robe the fourth robe is the prisoner's robe the bible tells us in genesis 40 while they were in prison pharaoh's cupbearer and baker each had a dream one night and each dream had its own meaning verse 6 when joseph saw them the next morning he noticed that they were both were looking they looked upset why do you look so worried today he asked them let me ask you a question how many of you have ever been in prison no okay been in prison is a painful experience almost 100% of us here have may have gone and gone inside prison and come out just seen what's inside uh but we probably have never stayed in prison an author refers to a research which has been done of study of people who have survived traumatic sufferings painful sufferings especially when life did not go the way they planned some of the classic examples of these sufferings were 3000 prisoners of war who returned from brainwashing experiences in korea 550 men who lived through the captivity in vietnam 
52 hostages released after 14 months of imprisonment in Iran and other studies even include survivors of world war 2 concentration camps victims of crippling accidents and children from very difficult backgrounds these studies have showed that people usually respond to painful moments long term moments in two ways many are simply defeated and they give up but some are marked by this unique word very uncommon word the word is resiliency a condition whereby they actually enlarge the capacity to handle problems and in the end not only survive but grow what makes the difference how do you grow up instead of giving up in your most painful moments when people are placed in prison or sometimes is at the end of the rope end of the rope could be you lose a job again and again or your marriage is on the rocks the prisoner's robe and that's what we are talking about this morning the prisoner's robe often becomes the robe of coldness you become callous hard hearted cruel you don't want to help anyone you don't care for anyone you become brutal and harsh and some of you may say you know what i don't wear that robe but probably some of us in this room have reached that stage you have lost job after job you keep failing in whatever you do you made poor choices in finances in relationships the prisoner's robe is the most painful because you become cold you might come sunday after sunday to church you hear message after message you hear message on giving on serving but your heart has become cold the worship music on sunday morning is like spotify the music keeps playing but you have gone off to sleep you hear message after message and you say pastor keep preaching but this doesn't make sense to me but i want you to listen to this the same research shows the difference of prisoners who stood firm in the worst brainwashing session or years in prison you know what was the difference of these few people they decided to grow up and you know what they did differently inside prison those very interesting research based on research they say i want you to listen to this prisoners would place themselves on strenuous exercise regimens some of them would memorize stories or even invent new games some ordered their time by keeping a careful census of insects inside the cell some of them developed secret signals such as taps on the wall that stood for letters of the alphabet one prisoner used strokes of his broom to send messages in code another sent message by dragging his sandal the prisoners encouraged each other and reminded themselves that their bodies have been captured but their spirits had not victor frank very common name was an austrian psychiatrist who survived the nazi concentration camps in the second world war in his book he brings out this powerful words his words were we who lived in concentration camps can remember the men who walked through the huts 
comforting others giving the last piece of bread they may have been few in number but they offer sufficient proof listen to this final words that everything can be taken away from a man but one thing the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances to choose one's way amen everything can be taken away from us but we have the choice of the attitude we keep that's why joseph wearing the prisoner's robe reaching the bottom of his life seated in prison he decided i will not wear the robe of coldness but i'll wear the robe of compassion when joseph wore his daddy's coat he was so lost in his own dreams often he had no time to notice the broken spirit of his brothers but here in prison wearing the prisoner's robe god had broken his pride joseph decided to focus and notice the needs of others around him that's why the bible tells us in genesis 40 he noticed that they both looked upset and that's why out of compassion he was able to ask this question why do you look so worried today a heart of compassion opens doors to make a difference you don't need a title you don't need a chair you don't need a position to serve people joseph had reached his lowest position but decided i will continue to bless people and serve people around me a heart of compassion opens doors to make a difference we grow up when we serve people not because of the money we get or even the recognition people who carry the give up attitude sometimes they have a chair sometimes they have a position their first question is what will i get if i'm going to serve but people who carry the grow up attitude says it doesn't matter if i get anything i want to serve and add value as i bring this message to a close i'm going to request our musicians to come at this time today i don't know where you are are you at the top wearing daddy's robe with huge dreams experiencing great favor or are you at the bottom in the prison wearing the prisoner's robe this morning regardless of where you are it's time to grow up amen grow up in god's favor instead of complaining about favoritism grow up in god's purpose instead of being bitter in pain grow up in the faith with god instead of being resigned to fate grow up in compassion instead of being frozen in coldness my dear friends god has a purpose for you it's time to follow his purpose my dear friends over 2000 years ago there was another young man who was born in bethlehem wearing his daddy's robe with the favor of god his birth caused bitterness among the people of that time and they wanted to kill him but he refused to give up 
he decided to grow up in the favor of god and the favor of man growing in stature and filled with wisdom this young man was stripped naked and as a slave he was carrying the pain of the entire world he carried the cross on the dusty road of jerusalem but he did not give up he decided to press on and grow closer to god's purpose for his life this young man in the garden of gethsemane was tempted to give up he could have run away resigned to his fate but he chose to put his faith in god and as a servant he surrendered himself to god's will he said lord not my will but your will be done this young man on the cross even when he was dying wearing the prisoner's robe among thieves he refused to give up and he became and become cold on the cross he decided to show compassion to the thief on the cross even when he was dying that is why my dear friends this young man jesus the son of god 3 days later when he rose from the day from the death the words of scriptures are fulfilled the words of scriptures in isaiah 61:10 these were the words of jesus i am overwhelmed with joy in the lord my god for he listen let's read this words together for he has dressed me with the clothing of salvation and draped me in a robe of righteousness hallelujah my dear friends when you don't give up and you grow up there is the fifth robe we covered four robes there's the fifth robe this one robe which removes the memories of the slave's robe the servant's robe or the prisoner's robe it is the robe of the king the robe of righteousness hallelujah Joseph had the same experience just when it seemed it was all over in prison God had a purpose for him he was raised up next to the king with a robe of justice and righteousness this morning if you are ready to give up i have good news for you it's not over yet god wants to start over with you it's time to grow up it's time this sunday it's time to bring all of the robes that we have been wearing we bring it before the lord and you tell the lord it's lord i want to wear the robe of righteousness you died on the cross for me you rose again from the dead and with the robe of righteousness i want to stand firm and make a difference in the world around me my dear friends he has a fresh start for you today he died so that you can live thanks for listening to this message from ag kolkata we hope you would stay connected by following us online you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram by using @agckolkata we would love to know how this message has touched your life Please take a moment to share your story by emailing us at stories@agkolkata.org. At Hope you have a great week ahead.